Okay, everybody. So what we're going to be diving into this podcast are the third quarter numbers in Manhattan, uh, 2022. That's so, not what I want to talk about, though. What do you want to talk about? I want to talk about the big day that's coming up. What big day? You know what big day. But what big day? T- tomorrow. What is oh, it? Oh, please. <laughs> it's my birthday. And I've stopped celebrating my birthday after 55. <laughs> Anyway, okay, so what are we going to talk about today, Mr. Q3 2022? So we look like look at it usually versus last year versus last quarter. No big surprise in terms of the numbers of contracts signed. They're down about 30% uh, year over year. So Q3 of last year versus this year. And we're down 36% from Q2 of this year, which uh, is still activity. And I think the the we always take all of the statistics. We talk about this every time we talk about it with a grain of salt. The overlying overlying theme is that things are still being done. Apartments are still Correct. being sold. It's very easy as a real estate broker in New York to experience the slowdown in the market versus 2021 and automatically for the audience to think that there's something the matter. And that's not the case. Yes, we definitely have some serious geopolitical conditions in our marketplace. We have international conditions. We have a stock market that has retreated now between 20 to 30%. And we have a Fed tightening that has actually increased our rates from the beginning of 2022, which were in the the high twos to low threes, now pushing towards 7%. That alone is definitely having an impact on our marketplace going into the fourth quarter. So inventory, we're down 2%. Uh, from last year, which is good to see, but inventory was low by the time we hit this point in 2021. Mm -hmm. And it's still very low at under 7,000 units, 6681. There you go. Exact number. How's that? I know you're waiting for that. I like that. But we're down 11% from last uh, last quarter, I always say, historically speaking, when it comes to like, oh, the summer is our slowest season, we've always been busy through the summer. But a lot of our business is and an agent's business is you keep yourself busy. So uh, you have to do that. In downtimes, you just focus on different things. But we did not see the uptick in post post Labor Day that we usually see. Correct. And this would incorporate that because we're through the end of September here. So right. we did not see that big bump in inventory that certainly I was hoping to see for some of our buyers that we're working with uh, and still struggling to find good properties for. There's definitely buyer apprehension. Well, and seller apprehension. I mean, it also means sellers are saying, well, listen, if I was thinking about selling my apartment and I was going to do it in the next five years, I was going to sell my apartment and make a move to Florida or downsize or whatever, I may say, well, you know what? now's now's not the time maybe i'll just let this all shake out because what we always tell people and what is the number one truth about buyers is that they don't want to buy in an uncertain market what i will tell people and it's absolutely true is when we were in the end of 2020 in all the uncertainty that came from that time period, 2009, 2010, even 2011, when all the uncertainty coming out of the mortgage-backed securities housing crisis, it always ended up being a good time to buy. I have heard and I have read that commercial leasing is up majorly in the last quarter, which will definitely impact our bottom line 
residentially. So I agree and with people you are starting to get pushed back to the office. You yeah, know, exactly. To be they are coming back office. in. And I do think that this will be a time where people will look back that they will be kicking themselves for not buying in this marketplace. What else is there? Oh, days on market. We actually did see year over year and quarter over quarter a decrease in the days on market. Bottom line, we saw contracts being signed over 2,500 units in the third quarter, which historically speaking, the quarter beat the third quarter of 2018 and 2019. Which were down years. Which but were still, down years, but deals If we would have rewind the clock to John and Jonathan, 2018, 2019, it's not like we felt at that time that the market was in shambles or that like it, it had slowed down, no doubt, from 16 to 17, 17. Yes. It still wasn't feeling like, oh, we're really it going wasn't heading 2009, down. 2010. And, right. And then 2020 hit and the first quarter of 2020 was actually a nice rebound and we were really starting to be to be busy in the last monthly podcast. We had I had said, you know what, I feel very positive about going into the fall, I feel like there's going to be hopefully some stabilization and uh, of all the different factors that we've mentioned. And unfortunately, we've had a couple of things go against us here. You know, if it were easy, everybody would be doing it. Buyers are nervous, <laughs> sellers are nervous, but John and Jonathan, it ain't our first time at the rodeo, folks, and we are not nervous. We will see you next month. Be healthy, safe, and most of all, <laughs> remain in gratitude always thanks for watching we'll see you next month thanks for watching or listening to the real talk nyc real estate podcast if you want to find us online or sign up to get our monthly and quarterly market stats come on over to our website gastaskaconlinteam.com or you can find us on all social media with the handle at gastaskaconlinteam if this show was helpful entertaining or informative consider telling friends and family or leaving us a review on apple podcasts Thanks for tuning in. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss our next episode and we'll see you next time.